Holy crap. God bless. I'm back. Now look, I could go on and say, there will never be another hiatus. But I think between us and me, and the way things have been going, I can't promise anything. But what I can promise is good content. And that is what I'm here to do. So I apologize for all the people waiting on me. All, all 200 of you waiting on me. Okay? I appreciate it. And I'm sorry. And I'm going to do better. And that's all I can promise. Okay? Now, now that we're back, let me just, we'll just go through what I plan on talking about today, right? I'll give you guys some fantasy football updates because I know you really care about that, okay? I'm going to talk, we're going to talk some, a little bit of college football. And then our topic of the day is Thor because Loki is coming out the week, like this last week. I don't, whenever this is coming out, Loki will be out. So I thought it'd be great break down the god of thunder Thor. so firstly let's just talk about my fantasy team look i've got two teams that are doing great okay better than expected the one that i was drunk with is turning into a decent okay but i don't again i don't want i don't want to get my hopes up okay we got to keep them level tempered as one would say okay there's another league with uh my car wash league we're doing also pretty good. I thought for a second, we not we might not be doing too good, but I'm I made some pickups, made some drops. I think I think we're doing great on the waiver wires there. Okay. And finally, the one that I this is why I've learned I can't be arrogant ever anywhere. Cause I always get hit in the mouth. Okay. This is God does a great job at keeping me humble. A hundred percent. Okay. I haven't talked anything about my other two teams because I'm still like right but with my other league I talked about oh yeah this is easy this is easy every year I take your money I take your money it's not going too good for me this year I am one in three all right we've been let's let's just be real I've I've been broken by the Bengals the Bengals are breaking me right now and it's no it's no one's fault Joe Burrow his calf injury is worse than people thought, okay? But Joey, buddy, I love you, but take a break. Take a four-week break. Get your calf back to where it should be. You got some decent backups that can at least carry it a maybe two and two, okay? But you got to get healthy so Jamar Chase can break out for 40 points on a weekly basis for me, okay? I just need that, all right? Because look, a healthy you is a healthy Bengals team. It's just the truth. All right. Now, now let's we'll go over my, my records, okay? And the reason why my records are there, okay? Because when we did the fantasy thing, I told you waiver wire pickups are everything. And if I didn't, they are everything. All right. So for my first league, all right. For my high school league. All right. We are three and one. Boom. Why are we three and one? Now, I made some good pickups on the waiver wire. All right. First of all, there's this guy drafted fifth round out of BYU that went to the Rams. Puka Nakua. The dude is a beast. His name sounds a little made up. But again, that's a football name. You got to have a, a fun name to be a football player. It just goes hand in hand. All right. Now, Puka is a stud. 
All right, now Cooper Cup is out, their number one wide receiver. But Puka is going, scored his first touchdown. He's been dropping 25-plus points consistently in fantasy football. He's like the number three receiver. I'm going to look it up right now. He's the number four receiver in all of fantasy. Steal. Don't know how I got him, okay? That's number one. All right? I've also picked up another wide receiver. Backfired on me this last week, but that's okay. I think he still has potential in Tank Dell. Now, now that's one lead, okay? Again, I don't know how I got my hands on Puka because I was very much lower in the waiver wire, but I did get him, all right? So that's my high school lead. I'm still very nervous, okay? My team is still not projected to do great. So we're just going to hold the three and one. Like I said, my goal is to at least go even. Okay, if I can break even, I can stay out of the lower tier. I don't want to do Edward 40 hands again. Okay, next is my grocery league, okay? This is my embarrassing league, all right? I told you, all right? The update on one and three, okay? As I said, the Bengals, giant shit on me. Another one that took shit on me, okay? It's not his fault. It's the Lions not wanting to use Jameer Gibbs. Okay. I don't know what team drafts a running back in the first round and doesn't use them. And also when he averages more yards per carry than the other guy. All right. Now don't get me wrong. David Montgomery is a stud. Iowa State a lot. We root for the Iowa players. Okay. Doesn't matter what school. You and I, Iowa, Iowa State, we love to see Iowa have success because this is the best state in the country. A hundred percent will take out everybody else. Okay. We will. We're we're corn fed here, all right? Not that Nebraska state that claims they're the corn huskers. No, they aren't. Okay, we are the corn state. Okay, corn tastes better in Iowa. You wanna know why? Because our water isn't full of poop like Nebraska. Now, sorry for my odd Iowa rant, but yes, let's go back to my my grocery league. Okay, now those two have been poo-poo marks, all right? But other than that, I still have potential. I made a trade for another tight end. We got Darren Waller coming in. We got Tank Dell coming in as well. I shipped off old Patty Fryermuth and uh, because that Steelers offense is poo, okay? Now, if Matt Canada gets fired, I think Fryermuth will be a lot better of a tight end, but until then, I don't want to deal with him, okay? And then I also shipped off... Uh, Gabe Davis, because the dude is touchdown dependent, okay? The only reason he's had double digits in the last three weeks is because of a tutty, all right? I, we don't want touchdown dependent players. It's just not smart, okay? So that's my second league. Now, finally, finally my third league, all right? I am also three and one, okay? Which is great. Now, we've been struggling at the quarterback position. That's that's what's been screwing me a little bit, but we've been able to get through it, all right? But I just dropped Deshaun Watson, okay? Not just for ethical reasons, but for every other reason, all right? We, we picked up old C.J. Stroud over in Houston, automatic start. He's a top 10 quarterback in fantasy right now. So hopefully, hopefully he, he just runs with it, all right? I also have a running back core of Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Hey, these two are animals. They're beasts. Christian McCaffrey had four touchdowns last week. Insanity. Okay? So my running backs are carrying me. All right? And then I also had old Nico Collins break off. I got some other good 
decent bench players. So we're rocking. And we got Cooper Cup loaded up coming soon once he gets off IR. He's going to be a great down-the-road addition for the team, okay? So, but I picked up C.J. Stroud out of... Okay, this is why waiver wires are important, all right? So, that's it for my fantasy football spiels, okay? So now let's get into some of the bulk of what I wanted to bring up, okay? So, I thought it would be fun to rate college football teams, all right? Now, I shouldn't say college football teams. I should say college teams as a whole, all right? So when you see this college out there on the sports field, it's the same thing, right? It's the same logo, same design, same mascot coming out, okay? So I thought it'd be fun to rank these teams. And so I have five scales, okay? I got to pick up my green marker here because this green marker is going to be very, very possibly important. And also, I think I dropped more than just one marker. Yep, I dropped a red marker, too. I thought so. It just snuck up on me just a little bit. Okay, so this is what we will be grading on today, okay? We will be grading on colors. All right, we will be grading on logo. Okay? We will be grading on creativity. We will be grading on intimidation. Okay? Am I scared of you? All right? And then memorability. Okay, am I going to remember you when it's all said and done? Because this is what goes into good teams, all right? Are these five things, okay? I had to remember it. We're good. Now, I will be ranking these from one to five, all right? Because I really don't want to go any higher. All right, I just don't. Um, well, let's see here. I take that back. We'll, we'll go one to ten. We'll go 1 to 10. It's better that way. Okay? So, and I will try to be as fair as possible. Okay? And the first conference I thought would be perfect for this is the Pac-12. All right? And now, I'm not going to go through the full Pac-12 today. We're going to take the first six teams in alphabetical order. Why? So that's just the way I wanted to do it. Okay? So, like I said, we will be rating them on... This, all right? And then I will attempt to draw the logo because I am an artistic talent. Not really. But you've seen my artwork and it's average at best. So, anyways. This will go into an average score. And for an overall. And then that will be their grade. Okay, so without further ado, we are discussing college teams. Wait, hold on. I might want to switch something up here because I think this is important too. 
I am going to switch something up. I'm going to add a little something, something too, because I think this is important. Well, eh, yes. We're going to pick, we're going to see how this goes. I'm writing mascot up there. Okay. But I feel like mascot also falls under intimidation and creativity and the logo kind of. Okay. So without further ado, the first team on the board is the Arizona Wildcats. Okay. So this is their logo. It is an A within an A. So it's like this. And then they go, eh, 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 eh. That's kind of what Arizona looks like. Now, obviously it's a little bit more blocky, but whatever, okay? They are the Wildcats, the Arizona Wildcats. A-Z Wildcats, just so we have a reference point for all you guys out there. Now, colors, they are blue, red, and white, okay? Let me just look up some of their jerseys just to give myself more of an example of their color, okay? From what I can understand, they kind of just look like the American flag a little bit, just a little bit all over the place. So, that's America. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo, which is, you find odd for Arizona to be the most patriotic state. Like, let's be real. Everybody probably thinks Texas. And after that, Massachusetts. Or Massachusetts, then Texas. But I think Texas has Massachusetts beat right now. Okay. Yes. So. Arizona University. Gotta be careful because the Arizona Cardinals are in there too. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, literally American. They're red, white, and blue. They're kind of, they're kind of, you know, because they're patriotic, but they're kind of a basic patriotic. I got to give them a six. Okay. Patriotic gets you five points, but because it's basic, you only get one. All right. America, if you're already rooting for America, you're halfway there. That's how I look at that. All right. Next, we're going to go with the logo. It's an A. All right. It is just an A. Like I can't, I can't make that up. It is literally just an A. And so for that basicness, I'm going with a three. Okay. It's, do you know there's other states with A's, right? You could make the argument that this is more like Alaska because Alaska has also two A's. Arizona also has two A's, but Alaska has two A's as well, okay? And those are the only two states that I can think of that have A's off the top of my head, but I know there's more. So, where is there? Besides the point, we're not going to get into A-named states right now. Oh, we have Arizona, the Wildcats, okay? Creativity. I'm also going to give it a three. You aren't creative. There's nothing creative here. I feel like this is basics. I think they're going for simplicity here, but simple sometimes can be too simple. And this is too simple. Okay. Intimidation, a wild cat. Okay. Are wild cats intimidating? Yes. They're bigger cats. Now they could have went with an even bigger cat, 
but they didn't. So because of that, I'm, I'm also going to give it a six. Wildcats are intimidating, but they're just giant kittens, right? When you have tigers and lions out there, I feel like wildcats just kind of take a step back, right? They're just kind of the ugly cousins here, all right? Then we have the mascot, okay? Again, wildcats. Did you know how many colleges have a wildcat as their mascot. This is coming from a guy who's high school. We were the wildcats. That's not unique. Everybody's a wildcat. Okay. It's, and also you can kind of be just like, what kind of wildcat, right? So because of this, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, well, let me look at the actual mascot as well. Cause I don't feel like that's, that that's justice. Okay. Let's see what the actual mascot looks like. If Arizona has a mascot. Okay. Just because that's also part of it, right? Because we kind of went into the intimidation factor. Let's look at the actual mascot. Okay. The mascot is not as bad. All right. For a wildcat, I've seen some gross wildcats. Okay. Eventually, we'll talk about Kansas State. I don't even know what that is. All right. So we will take Arizona. I'll give them, because it looks good. It looks a little bit upper. I'm going to give it a seven. And that says a lot. I literally looked at that. I'm like, that is a very unique looking wildcat. Congratulations. Okay. Good for you. So that's Arizona. Memorability. I'm giving him a two. Yeah. Three. Give him a three. I don't remember anything with Arizona. To me, they just exist. They have never been dominant in anything that I know of. They've always been decent at basketball, as long as I've lived, okay? And they've had maybe a couple players from the basketball team go on, okay? But other than that, like, and again, I could be like, whoa, you're missing this guy, this guy, and this guy. Remember them from the football team? No, I don't, okay? I don't remember anybody from the University of Arizona. Now, if somebody's like, you know that, I'll be like, oh, That'll give them some more cred points. But for now, they're not very memorable. So the overall score is... We got to do some basic math here. And I'm going to keep doing the that, that little noise right there. For an average score, and we'll round up some nice. They are overall a five. And I feel like that is a very, very friendly number. Technically, it was a 4.66666. Okay. But we rounded up to five. I think that is a fair assessment for the University of Arizona. All right. So come at me. All right. So that's number one. All right. Next. We have Arizona State. Hmm. Okay. Now, we're just going to do the simple one, simple logo, which is a pitchfork. But technically, they also have a little devil guy who comes out 
and has the pitchfork, just like this. So pick your poison, all right? But this is A, Z, state. Okay. A lot of red and yellow here. Now, colors. They are red and yellow, which is honestly very fitting for Arizona State. All right? They live in a very hot state. Yellow and red fit very well for this place. Okay? So, because of that, I will give them a 7. Very fitting. Okay? Great. Could the colors be a little bit better? You know what? You know what? I'm going to give him an 8. I'm going to give him an 8. Thought it over. 7 seems too low. 8. Great job on the colors. Next, we have the logo. They have done a great job with the logo. I'm not going to lie. The pitchfork, boom. Sideways, great. Pitchfork this way, great. All right? I'm going to give him an 8. Right? It's not the basic uh, A, Z, U letters like Arizona. Okay, if Arizona had like the wildcat as part of the logo, awesome. But they don't. And so you see the pitchfork, you're like Arizona State. That's a fantastic logo. If I can pick that out, that's an eight. All right, creativity. I'm going to just look. They're very creative. Why? Because this is like a very unique take. This is a very unique mascot. No one else is the sun devils. What even is a sun devil? Okay, but because it's hot in Arizona, like 120, and there's sand everywhere, and their favorite color is brown, this just works. Actually, that's New Mexico. New Mexico's favorite color is brown, but we can get that into that on a later day. But Arizona State, bam, look at that. I'm going to say eight. Actually, I'm going to say nine. No, I'm going to say eight. Eight's good. Nine, it's like you've still just picked something that represents hell. So, I mean, hot, like, you know, it kind of, if you think about it, you're, you're kind of telling yourself that Arizona is hell, and that's not a great comparison, okay? So, next, intimidation. I'm going to give it a nine. Why? No, you don't dance with the devil because you don't win, right? That The, the fiddle with the devil, okay? That song, the guy plays the fiddle against the devil— in real life, you lose. Unless you have Jesus. If Jesus is backing you up and he's playing the fiddle through you, that's a little bit different. But for most other people, you don't dance with the devil because you're going to get burned. Okay? I didn't make that saying up. That saying's been around for a very long time for a reason. Right? Nine. Intimidation. Now, we look at this mascot. I've seen this mascot before, but I want to see it again. Arizona State. All right. Yeah. Yep. He looks cartoonish and it fits. Okay. Because you don't want it to be realistic. That's horrifying and asking for things you don't want to be involved. So, you know what? I'm going to say 10. I'm going to say 10 on the mascot. Yeah. Yep. Because you've done a fun intimidating, right? Like you've done a fun, like, oh, cool. And no one else is the Sun Devils. There's not another Sun Devils in college football that I'm aware of. Okay? This is unique. This is great. I'm giving you a 10 out of 10. The mascot looks fantastic. Now, again, is it scary? Yes. 
And as a Christian, do I feel like I should be promoting the Sun Devils this much? No, I do not. But we're doing it anyways, okay? Now, memorable. This is where Arizona State kind of messes up because, look, I've given them a lot of good stuff on the board, but I don't feel like Arizona State jumps out to me that much, right? I don't think it does. Now, do, do I think it's more memorable than Arizona? Okay, but again, what has Arizona State been good at from like a football basketball perspective? They really haven't been, right? They've kind of been decent at football at some times, but I've never thought of them being like awesome. Like it's kind of crazy to think that they were a, they're, they're a power five school, to be quite honest with you. It's kind of surprising. All right. I don't remember the last time they were in the top 25. And that might not be fair because I don't really pay attention to the top 25 because I think the top 25 is bullshit anyways. My point is, I don't remember the last time they were relevant. But because of their color scheme and their mascot, they've done a, such a great job there. I'm going to give them a... What did we give Arizona? Three? I'll give them a... I'll give them a six. I think that's fair. A little bit above average. Now, time for the math. Time for them. Okay. Crap, I already messed up. 14 plus 8 plus 8 plus 9 plus 10. Divided by 6. All right. That's a great score for Arizona State. They come away with an 8 out of 10. They come, they come out with an 8 out of 10. So right now, Arizona State over Arizona, get Arizona, okay? Now, I thought that this wouldn't take me that long, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. So we're only going to do one more for today because my other topic is also going to take a long time. So, and as much as you guys deserve content, if I go over an hour and a half, then I have to do a bunch of different weird things, all right? I don't want to do that. I love you, but I don't want to do that. All right, so finally, we will end with we will end with the California school Cal. Okay. Now they are blue and yellow. But for this we'll go with their other color because I don't have I don't have yellow. Yeah. Yeah. They're cursive. Okay. And literally, I would write Cal again, but it's kind of just the University of Cal, California. Okay. So I'll just I'll just write California, I guess. Cali, baby. Oh, I'm just gonna write Cali, I guess. Okay, so first things first. Cal, oh, Cal. Colors, blue and yellow. It's like a darker blue and a basic yellow. So, like, let's, let's just look at their jerseys, for example. Cal football jerseys. Okay. They're kind of just blue and yellow. Okay, they remind me a lot of West Virginia, 
I'll give him. I'll give him a. I'll give him a six. Okay. I like blue. I like the dark blues. I'll give him a six. Okay. The yellows. The yellow is always interesting to me. Okay. They're always interesting to me. But these yellows are good. You know what? I've talked myself into it. I'll give them a seven. I'll give them a seven on the colors. I think that's the only thing they're going to get seven for. Absolutely. You want to know why? Because Cal is the logo. I'm giving them a one. That's not creative. You took the three letters out of your state. Okay? He did. And that's it. It's Cal. That's the logo. Cal. 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 Gross. You couldn't have come up with anything else cool? There's nothing cool about this. To me, it's just pretentious and, and you're a prick. Let's see this. You get cursive lettering. Not regular lettering. Not like old varsity lettering. No, no. Cursive. That's pretentious. Fuck you. Okay? Sorry. Sorry. Fuck you. Now. And that's why creativity also is a one. This is not creative. It's not. Cal. Cal. I go to Cal. Ugh. Ugh. And to no surprise, you know the most famous person from Cal, the Kanata Cal? Aaron Rodgers. That should explain a lot of why Cal is Cal. He, he represents the entire university in one person. Cal. We smoke ayahuasca. Cal. Okay. So, one for creativity. Now, I believe they are the Cal Bears. Now, I want to double check myself. Cal mascot. Okay, well. I believe they are the bears. So, I just want to double check. Um, sorry, I'm just... Oh my gosh. I, I just saw their mascot. It's left me speechless. And not in a good way. They are the golden bears. Okay. Bears are intimidating. These ones are golden. So bears are intimidating. I'll give them that. I'll I'll give them a six because it's a bear. And it's a golden bear. And the fact that they are a golden bear, you know what? We'll up the creativity to two because that's nice. Okay. It's a two. They're golden bears. They're not just bears. They're golden. That's that's creative. You added a color. Okay. So Mascot, though. I'm, I'm going to give it a three. It's a bear. Okay, but look up the mascot. There's something mentally unwell about that bear. Like, he's not intimidating whatsoever. He's kind of just terrifying. It's kind of like, he kind of reminds me with the facial structure of... Uh, if you've seen the Winnie the Pooh horror movie um, still pictures, like just pictures from the movie of what Pooh looked like. Oddly enough, that's what the cow bear reminds me of. Okay? That's terrifying. You Don't you want your kids to take pictures with the mascot? Kids don't want to see this. Horrified. They're seeing a giant serial killer-esque face on a bear. Okay? This dude, he looks like psychotic. It does. It does. He looks like a psychopath. 
or sociopath, whichever one has no feelings. Because this bear doesn't have feelings. Oh my gosh, just watching him pace around is horrifying. Just look him up. Look him up. Okay. Memorable, they get a one. I don't remember anything about Cal ever. They have been average my entire life. All right? From what I can remember. Okay, they, they, they've cracked the top 25, but they don't stay long. They don't stay long. And because of that, and they're cow. I love cow. Cow. No, no, cow. You get a one. Nobody remembers you. Do you know how many other uh, colleges are in the state of California that are way more memorable? A lot more. UCLA. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I almost said cow. Yeah, that's funny. UCLA is in there. All right. We have, who else we got in there? We have Stanford. All right. And that's the only ones that I can remember off the top of my knowledge. Oh, USC. USC is in there. Anyways, how gets a one. So now, let's do the math here. Okay. Let's do the math. We're going to take one plus seven plus one plus two plus six plus three equals divide that by six. That's a very accurate score. Now gets a three. They get a three. That makes so much sense. They're probably not the worst school when it comes to all this stuff. Right? And we're not talking academic either. Every college has their academic perks and non-perks. But here, Cal, you get a three, Cal. You get a three. Screw you, Cal. So there goes Cal. All right. I feel really good about this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. And I think we'll bring it back next week because I like this bit. Okay. I don't know if this is a bit or what it is. Maybe it's not a bit. I think it's a bit, though. Anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right, so let's get into the actual topic of the day, the whiteboard, the beans breakdown of the day. We are talking about the God of Thunder, Thor, because like I said earlier, Loki's coming out soon, and you gotta love Thor, man. You gotta love Thor. Do I want to do red or blue? I think he's got more blue in him than red. I just, we do blue all the time. Either way, we're doing Thor, the God of Thunder. And first, for starters, I think it's best to break down what Thor is first, all right? Obviously, Thor is based on Norse mythology. A fun fact about mythology as a whole, it's free game. Okay, that's why you'll see a different version of Thor in DC Comics, just like both DC and Marvel have an Ares. All right, they both have one. They're very different. Okay, well, not very different. They're both the gods of war still, but they're different in the way they're different enough. Okay, I don't, I'm, we're not explaining Ares today, but also both have Zeus and Hercules and all this stuff. All right, so the way they explain Thor is. He, well, first of all, he's an Asgardian. I think everybody knows that. Everybody's seen... Everybody has seen a Thor movie or an Avengers movie at this point. If you haven't, well, you're 85. All right? That's just how it is. 
And even the 85 people have been like, look at that, that long-haired Australian beautiful man. Chris Hemsworth, I wish he would come in and sweep me off my feet. I'm sure they've said that. Anyways, he's an Asgardian. So, meaning he comes from the land of Asgard. Okay, now this is like a, they explain it as like a pocket dimension. So, look at it this way. In Marvel Comics, anyways, the gods aren't really gods. They're kind of like aliens, but with their own realms. And Earth is just one of the realms. All right? But, like, they have their own. So, I, I instead of a planet, they have a dimension. All right? Now, in Asgard, you can travel between these dimensions, these realms is what they call them. With the Bifrost, the bridge, the Rainbow Bridge, okay? That's Asgardian and Asgard, okay? Now, Thor's origin, all right, is, and this is from the comics, okay? And it kind of happened in the movie, too. But in the movie, he still kind of remembers who he is. So, in, uh, in the comics, originally... There is another realm. And we'll, we'll get into the different realms here soon. All right. There's a different realm, and it has what they call frost giants. Okay. So they're these big, big dudes. Some of them have horns, I think. I don't know. But they're gigantic. All right. And they have signed a treaty. With Asgard, they, they, they've signed a treaty with Asgard that they would no longer fight, okay? But then Thor comes in, okay, with his helmet and his sweet hammer and cape. And he's like, nah, let's break that treaty. So they fight, okay? Treaty gets broken. Odin, his papa... Odin is pissed, all right? So because of this, he sends Thor crashing down to Earth because he's like, Thor, you need to get humbled. So Thor goes to Earth, but he doesn't remember anything of his past life, okay? And instead, he becomes Donald Blake, okay? So he goes from this really cool guy with, horn hel with winged helmets and hammer and a sick cape to a, I believe I want to make sure I get it right, a, a, a human physician with a limb. So not even a doctor, he's a physician. Okay. So he has a cane because he has a limb and his name is now Donald. Let's just soak that in for a second. All right. You go from having a name Thor, son of Odin, to I'm Donald. Downgrade. Downgrade by that's humbling in itself. You know what? If Odin would have just been like, you know what, Thor? Here's your punishment. You now have to go by Donald for the next 20 years. That would devastate me enough because now I'm Donald. All right? Do you know who else is named Donald? That, that duck, that cartoon duck that can't even formulate words. It's just angry yelling. And that's that's it. 
You're named after a young, not a young, you're named after a cartoon duck. Can't talk. Great. Downgrade. So, he's Donald Blake. Eventually, aliens attack, and he finds his cane, taps it, gets his memories back, and becomes Thor, and that's how he fights. So, Donald Blake is like his alter ego. He starts to get his memories back. Bam, Thor. Bam, back to Donald Blake. All right, that is the old comics. And now, you know, he hasn't been Donald Blake for a very, very, very long time. But there is an Easter egg in the original Thor movie. Uh, or not the original, home. is it the original Thor movie? Either way, the Thor movie and the MCU, if you look at his name tag when he comes back to Earth, it says Donald. That's why, okay? So, that is Thor's origin. Now, let's just, let's, oh my gosh, what do I even want to get into? There's so much to cover on Thor. It's absolutely insane. Um, let's do Let's cover the nine realms, all right? We're going to cover the nine realms. There are nine realms, okay? Number one, like I said, you have Asgard. I think it's just an A, okay? You have Asgard. That's one of the realms. That's where all the Asgardians live to home to them, okay? Next, we have... Next, we have Midgard. Okay, Midgard is just a Asgardian terms for Earth. Midgard is Earth. That's our realm. Okay, yes. Remember, everything in Marvel Comics and DC Comics, everything in comics revolves around Earth because we're very egotistical. Okay, so Midgard, bam, that's number two. Number three which is where the, I believe, the Frost Giants are from. I just want to double check with my sweet link. Shut up. Get me to it. Jotunheim. You know, it's, it's just insane. Thank you. Jeepers. It's insane when it just doesn't work. Yes, home of the Frost Giants. So that's who Thor picked a fight with originally, and it backfired tremendously on him. Okay. Then we have... Do, 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 do. I don't know why I'm humming. Uh, pomp and circumstance, but I am. Okay. Next, we have... This is a fun one. Uh, we have Savartalheim. Savartalheim. Yes, say that five times fast. If you're wondering, it's it's Norwegian. Okay, this is how Norwegians talk. They talk with mouth spaghetti. Okay, that it's just when it comes out, it's spaghetti. It's just noodles. Now. Does that make sense? No, but you understand what I mean. Okay, this is the home to the Dark Elves. Yes, the Dark Elves. That's the who Thor fights in Thor 2. Thor 1, he fights the Frost Giants. Thor 2, he fights the Dark Elves. Okay, 
That's subvertical fine. After that, we have Vanaheim. That just sounds like a Canadian city. Vanaheim. The Vanaheim Ducks, if you know what I mean. Okay. This is home to the veneer, which are, I believe they're trolls. I have, uh, let me see. I just want to, I just want to see. Oh, nope. It looks like they're, they, they are people as well. Yep. So I'm a liar. So Veneer is home to some other people as well. Uh, so one of the Warriors three is from, from there. Okay. Next is Muspelheim. 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 Okay, and I believe this is home to Surtur. But I want to double check. I'm pretty sure this is their version of Fell. And I'm right. Okay. So, yep, home to fire demons and Surtur, the guy from Thor 3, is from this realm. I'm actually impressed because I'm going through all the Thor movies. They actually do a good job at going to different realms. Like, they've gone to them. They didn't handle it very well, but they did go to all the different realms. So, props to you. Like, I, I think the only ones that I think they went, went to there are Thor 2. Crazy. I need to watch the Thor movies again. Not really. They're not great. But. Okay. Then we have Niflheim. I really hope I'm pronouncing these wrong. Okay. Oh. It just says it's one of the nine realms. Um, I have... I'm a little irritated. It just says that's where Hela is. So maybe Niflheim is hell? Maybe Niflheim is hell. I'm going to double check this because this site is starting to piss me off. Yep. Dead, ruled by the goddess of hell. Hela. So, this is where Hela resides. It's it's the realm of the dead. So, Muspelheim is just really hot. It's kind of like our hell. But Niflheim is actual hell. Okay. So, there you go. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning along with you. Okay. And then we have Nidavellir. 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 Which I believe is the home to the dwarves. Yes. <laughs> home of the dwarves. Noise. Okay. And then finally, we have Elfheim. Which is home to the Light Elves. Cool beans. So that's, so there's a different race of people in each realm. Except Niflheim, which is home to the dead. So, spooky. I, I'm going to look up something real quick because it's bothering me. Because I know there's trolls and... And I just want to 
I just want to make sure. Yes, because I thought this guy was a troll. And so now I just, I want to confirm. I want to confirm where he's from because I want to do you guys justice. Where is you, Lick? From Marvel. Nornheim. I don't have that one on here. Is there 10 realms? All right, well, you know what? I'll put it up there. Put up Nornheim. So there might be 10 realms, which sounds right. Nine realms might be an MCU thing. Either way. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll eat it, okay? But, yes. And that's what makes this great. That's what makes... Thor really cool, and it, it makes me sad why the, Mar the the Thor movies haven't worked out great, because I've always said, if done right, Thor should be the Lord of the Rings of Marvel. Okay? Why? Because you have a giant serpent that eats, like, itself. Because Norse mythology is weird, okay? But you also have, you have trolls, you have dwarves, you have giants different kinds of giants. You have fire demons. You have all sorts of other mythical creatures that are fun, like two giant wolves, like the, the wolves that Hulk fought in Ragnarok. Norse mythology as well, okay? You just have a lot of cool stuff to work with, and I just feel like they botched all of it. It's fine. Anywho, these are the nine realms. Now, let's get to the juicy, fun stuff. We'll talk about his powers. All right, powers. And abilities. Now look. I've said it before in the past. I'm not going to touch on super strength, super speed. Like, Thor's fast. He's super strong. He is a god. Okay? He is an immortal. Alright? In the eyes of humans. He's been around for a very long time. When he showed up in back in Norway, in the comics, that's when they're like, oh, he's a god for a reason. Okay, because he showed up to help with whatever, and they started worshiping him. And which, anyways, besides the point. Okay, so we're gonna stay away from strength. The dude is invulnerable, right? Bullets aren't gonna work on him very well. He's not gonna die from poisons and stuff. So I want to get into the more fun stuff, you know, because talking about stamina, agility, reflexes, all enhanced. Of course, he's got all that. He's a superhero. Most superheroes are going to be a lot quicker than the average person. Okay. So let's go to doo, 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 energy manipulation. Okay. Energy manipulation is just a fancy way of saying he shoots lightning. So his hammer can absorb the energy, shoot it back out. Bam. Okay. Well, he doesn't need the hammer necessarily, but. Lightning from his hands, kind of like uh, Sidious, but like more fun, okay? For good reasons. So that's what makes, that's his energy man manipulation. This is a fun one that I've never really thought about before with Thor, but it puts him on the level of Storm. 
the fact that he can control the weather. And I thought, well, yeah, he can create a thunderstorm whenever he wants. According to Marvel Comics, he can do more than that. So he can summon tornadoes, hail, sun, like, that's pretty cool. So not something I thought would ever, I never, it makes sense, but I just didn't put two and two together, I guess. So he can control the weather. I would be curious to see who does it better, him or Storm. I'm guessing, well, I don't know, Storm is an Omega Mutant. That's a that's a conversation for a different day. Now, weather control. Yes, obviously, immortal. Uh, man. Super breath, not really cool. This is a cool one. He's got what they call all speak. Which is just a fancy way of saying he's a universal translator. So he can literally talk to and understand anyone. So I think that's a really useful thing. I love all speak. Right? That's a that's a low-key underrated superpower. It's more of a superpower for just like us, right? Because imagine all the business deals you can make if you could just automatically talk to somebody else and not have to learn it. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. You could automatically understand whoever's talking to you. Fantastic. I'll take all speak all day. All right. And then on top of that, we have a cool thing called Odin Force, and it's also been called Thor Force. It just kind of depends on who's King of Asgard at the time. But it's pretty much the King of Asgard um, gets this ability called Odin Force or Thor Force, and it just enhances all their abilities. So if you've watched Dragon Ball Z, when uh, Goku uses Kaioken, it's kind of the same thing. All right. Kaioken just enhances all his abilities. That's what Odin Force does for Thor. Okay. Then we have uh, Cosmic Pyrokinesis. So he can shoot fire out of anywhere, which is. Interesting. I think that's more of a new one. So he has cosmic fire because there's this weird, complicated storyline now where he has like three moms. There's comics. Okay, he's got Frigga, which is kind of his actual mother. But Gaia is who Odin like with and then had Thor, okay, which is the goddess of Earth which ties into this next one, but they also thought that the Phoenix was also his mother at one point. So, and in the comics, the Phoenix is like this cosmic being that when it, when it bestows power on somebody, they just go like over the top with power. Crazy. Okay. Shoots cosmic fire. Okay. Don't hold me to that. I've just read it. I don't know if he still has it. I kind of hope he doesn't. That just seems kind of weird and out there, but whatever. Okay. Also, he has, and I think this is cool, and I hope they kind of keep this one. Uh, they call it, the fancy term is geokinesis, but it's literally just a, the ability to ma manipulate the Earth. So, Earth manip is how, <laughs> manip. That's how I'm going to write it. Manip. Okay. So, he's got an Earth manip, so like, he can control rocks and stuff, throw it at people. Have you seen Avatar, The Last Airbender? Not the blue people. Avatar The Last Airbender, and not the movie either, because that movie was trash from what I've understood. I'm talking about the actual animated cartoon where you have Poff. Okay, that's pretty much what he's doing. So, yeah, that's his powers and his abilities is he's just a master combatant and strategist. He's, he's built for war, guys. So, in combat, he can hold his own with or without weapons, and he's pretty tough. All right, on top of that... 
you have an expert strategist because the dude's been in wars over wars over millennium. Okay. The dude knows what to do. He's seen it all. Right. That's why Thor is so awesome. All right. Then, okay, there is two weaknesses of Thor that this Wikipedia site told me about. Anyways, this is this is as deep as my studies go. Okay. Weaknesses. There's two weaknesses of Thor. And one is what they call a warrior's madness. Um I call it berserker rage. And in a way, it's kind of wonder one of Wonder Woman's weakness is Wonder Woman, like he's in the comics with Batman. Uh, his one of his contingencies is to make Wonder Woman think she's fighting an invisible force, but it's like the reverse truth of lasso kind of. And so, but with Thor, it's you tap into some extra power, but when you do this, like you just lose control, right? And then you just it's uh it's also like a berserker rage, right? Wolverine can hit this at some points, and it pretty much they just black out, they lose control over what they're doing, and they just are fighting everything and anything in their path, not really understanding what's in front of them. That's the best way I can describe it, okay? Then we have what I call, or what they call Thor sleep or Odin sleep. And this is pretty much Thor, after using a ton of Thor force or Odin force, has to replenish his like power. And so he goes into hibernation mode. And so I think they call this a weakness because he can't do anything in this state. He has to be well guarded and well protected because he's vulnerable. Right? So Loki could go in there and just stab him real quick while he's asleep and no one would know. All right. Or he wouldn't know or be able to fight back or anything like that. So he's just vulnerable as he recharges. Okay. Other than that, the dude is a god. Good luck. There's very few people that can do kill a god. All right. So that's weaknesses. Um, we will talk about Mjolnir next because Mjolnir is a very important part of, of Thor. Oh, I already spelled it wrong. No, I didn't. We're good. <laughs> Suck it. I'm a nerd. I know what. No, I'm not a nerd. I'm a geek. Again, whatever. So Mjolnir is a hammer. It looks like this. Okay. It is a magical weapon. That you must be worthy to wield. There's very few people that can wield it in the comics. Um, Thor is one of them. Obviously. Uh, Captain America has been worthy in the past. But. Yes. Spider-Man can't pick it up. And so the theory is. You have to be willing to kill. In the right situation. Spider-Man isn't willing to kill anybody. Captain America. The right situation. Would be willing to kill people. Which sounds like a weird thing, but it make, it kind of makes sense, like from like a war perspective. Like you have to be willing. Anyways, these are theories, right? But you have to be worthy. And if you're worthy, you get the might of Thor. Another one that was worthy is Jane Foster. Okay, she was Thor for a while. Same with the movies. Movies actually do this really well. Jane Foster was worthy, and so was Captain America. So. Yes, it's enchanted, and the best part is it uh, has voice command. It's like Alexa, okay? Except instead of, uh, so just imagine Alexa flying at you really fast as a hammer and then being able to just call it back to you, right? He can do that. 
you whip it, and that's how he flies. Um, it channels energy so it can absorb a bunch of lightning, hold it in there, and just blast people. So less less important for Thor, but like Captain America being able to just absorb a bunch of energy into a hammer, pretty, pretty important. Like pretty cool, right? Oh boy. It controls the weather. It has these cool things called God Blast and an anti-force, which is just a bunch of energy stuff. So just know that it can do a lot of damage. It's a very powerful weapon, and that's why it's Thor's weapon of choice. Now, Thor could use whatever other weapon he wants to use, okay? But Mjolnir's the man, all right? There's been different versions of Mjolnir. There's been a golden one. There's been a cracked, broken one, yada, yada, yada. Okay, Mjolnir, or what? How I like to now pronounce it as Mojo. But again, that's an X Men villain. But either way, this is Thor's Mojo. See what I did there? Didn't even do that on purpose. Anyways, that's Mjolnir. Kept it real simple. Uh, let's go into his allies and his villains, and then we'll get out of here. Okay, start with allies or important figures in Thor. Life. All right, we'll get this simple, obvious one out of the way. The Avengers. He's been a staple of the Avengers since the beginning. He's a founding member of the Avenger. He's been an Avenger for as long as I can remember. And if he's not an Avenger, well, a different version of Thor is an Avenger. Like, Thor is a staple. You have to have a Thor. You just do, okay? He's good buddies with Cap, good buddies with Tony Stark. An Avenger, through and through, all right? After that, we have his papa, Odin, and his mom, Frigga. Are you Frigga kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, Frigga is his, like, stepmom, but his actual mom, like, the one who raised him and put the time in. So, technically, that is his mom. Odin is his papa. If you think about it, Thor, Odin's son, right? That's how the Asgardians do their last name. It's literally, he's the son of Odin. Thor, son of Odin. He's just saying his last name backwards. Kind of silly. All right? Kind of weird. But that's how they do it. It's how in, like, Japan, they do the last name first. Regardless. Frigga. Then we have, um, who, how do I want to do this? We have the Valkyries. Um, I believe the original one was a love interest for Thor for a little bit. Thor's had a lot of love interests. See, that's the thing with gods. They're promiscuous outside of like, and I'm talking about like old school gods, not like the Christian God, because that the Christian God is, is not. All right. But like, think about Zeus. Zeus got around. All right. Thor's kind of the same way. But the Valkyries are like these women who fight and they're very strong. And they ride Pegasuses, so they're kind of badass too. But Valkyrie. After Valkyrie, we have Sif. And that is uh, another Asgardian. That was actually, I believe, Thor's main love interest for a long time, even outside of Jane. Like, that's his that's his girl, pretty sure. So, fun stuff. But yeah, she's also an Asgardian warrior. And then we have the Warriors Three. And I need to look up their names to make sure I have it right because I don't want to mess it up. But these are Thor's buddies. They're his best friends, the Warriors Three. 
And so, just want to make sure that I get the names right. Okay, they include Fondrel. They include Hogan. And they include Volstang. So to remember this, like in the movies, Volstagg is the big boy, okay? He's the big boy, right? The tank, if you will. Then you have Fondrel, who kind of reminds you of Oliver Queen Green Arrow, but, you know, without all the whatever, like the arrows and stuff, he's more of like a swordsman. So just think of that. He kind of looks like that if he didn't have a mask and he, instead he had a sword. And then finally you have Hogan, who is... um. He has a mace. He's uh, in the in Thor. They kind of represent him as more of like samurai esque, which is also pretty badass. So, if I remember correctly, but I feel like he's more samurai esque. Either way, I could be wrong. So that's Hogan. And then, ooh, I almost forgot one of the main guys, Heimdall, played by Idris Elba. Okay. Uh, he has a giant sword. He sees through all the realms. He's who he's the guy who helps Thor travel between worlds, dimensions. That's Heimdall. He sees everything. Okay. That's why Heimdall is dope. All right. And then <laughs> two guys that I need to mention because they are the best thing to ever happen to Thor in Thor Four. They're the only good part of Thor Four. We have. Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. The goats that that lead Thor into battle. And these goats are organic and they're awesome. And I love them both. Because who doesn't love like how unique is that? No one rides the battle into battle with two massive goats. It's awesome. And they have the coolest names out there, Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. You don't want to fight a guy named Tooth Nasher. Hey, this is my goat, Tooth Nasher. You're like, nah, I'll pass. The way he eats aluminum cans is probably the way he would eat me. All right? I don't want a part of that. I would say these are Thor's allies. If I'm missing people, I'm sorry. But I think that's it. At least for me. Those are the important ones. Okay? Then we'll finish this out with the villains. Thor's got some fun villains, but villains nonetheless. Okay, the obvious one first is Loki, his brother, his step, his adopted brother, not stepbrother, his adopted brother, Frost Giant. Loki's a turd. He will always be the number one villain for Thor, and I think their relationship always works well together. Uh, I love Loki as an anti-hero. I think that's where he serves best, to be honest with you, because an anti-hero, I believe, well, I don't know. I take that back. He's the true neutral party. Okay. That's why I like Loki a lot. Next, we have my second favorite villain, Thor villain, 
Honestly, might be my favorite, personally, now that I think about it. I've got Gore the God Butcher. Okay, first of all, badass name. And he, he did that in the comics. We don't talk about... Look, Christian Bale was the perfect casting for Gore the God Butcher, and they butched it. They butchered it. Unintended. Gore. Awesome. Then we have uh, the King of the Dark Elves, Malekith. Okay. He's okay. He's got, he's got like two faces, kind of. He's like Harvey Two-Face a little bit. He's one, one's blue, one's black. He's, he's not a good person. Not a good guy. Not a good guy, Malekith the Dark Elf. Then we have Kayla, which if you remember from Thor Ragnarok, wonderfully played by Kate Blanchett. She is the goddess of death. And in the comics, she's Loki's daughter, I believe. That's how it is in Norse mythology for sure. I'm pretty sure the comics is the same. And yeah, she had a she had a brief love affair with Thanos, if that puts anything into perspective. Okay, she's the goddess of death. After that, we have Enchantress, which I'm actually surprised we haven't seen in a Thor movie yet. Um, but she is just manipulative and she uh, can mind control people. And yeah, so, and I think she has a thing for Thor as well. You know, Thor is a, a ladies man. All right, that's Enchantress. Um, we have, uh, if you remember the first Thor movie, The Destroyer, which is just this giant Asgardian ro robot that goes around blowing people up with his laser beams. Really badass design too, by the way. We have, um... Surtur, which we already discussed a little bit about, but he owns the realm of the fire demons. He's a demon. He's not a good dude. Demon. I don't have to explain anything other than that. He's a demon. Okay? He caused Ragnarok in the movies. Not sure what he's done in the comics. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm 100% sure that's not what he does in the comics. But anyways, Surtur, not a good dude. Then we have... Well, one of my personal underrated favorites, the Wrecking Crew. Now, the Wrecking Crew were a bunch of humans that got, somehow they got Asgardian-imbued power tools. I'm not making that up. One guy literally has an, an Asgardian crowbar. That's like the main dude. Got a crowbar. And then some of them have like, one of them I think has like a mace. Or not a mace. Whatever, a ball and chain thing. I don't, they're they're awesome. Okay, I would have loved it if one of them would have gotten like a an Asgardian power drill, but it didn't happen. Should put me in charge. But I think they're underrated. I think there's a lot of potential there. They don't necessarily have to show up in Thor, but I'd love to see them. Like Thor. Like they don't have to be the main villain. I think they'd be great, like goons. Okay. Anyways, then we have, I have to look this one up, but I'm pretty sure this is responsible for killing Thor. Um, but I want to, I want to double check myself. Because he's a pretty badass. Hang on. The Mangog is the ultimate judgment of all the gods. Okay, Mangog. 
just this giant god killer. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure in the comics he was supposed to kill Thor. Don't think he did. So, I just want, again, I'm... Okay, it's a physical manifestation and some total of the hatred of a billion beings from a race that was slaughtered by the ruler of Asgard, Odin. There you go. That's a Mangog. Pretty scary, pretty badass, all right? And yes, I did read that off the wiki. So, not me. I didn't come up with that. But I wanted to know who he was fully. All right, I had him written down. I'm pretty sure I, was, I knew he was supposed to kill Thor or something like that. Just want to double check, okay? We have the Executioner. And I'm pretty sure he always works with Enchantress because I think he's in love with Enchantress. But I believe he's kind of her enforcer. In the movie, played by Carl Urban, okay? I hope I got that right. Anyways, he was that's kind of what he did for Halo. Except he's less dorky in the comics. I'm pretty sure he's just a serious badass in the comics. All right? So that's the Executioner. Got a sweet battle axe. Um, we have Ulick. Okay. That was that wireless test that was warned about. Just freaked the shit out of me. Anywho. Apologize for your ear holes. Um, holy crap. That, I need to reset. For a second. Okay. You have Ulick, who's like this, this king of trolls or something like that. He's a troll. Wants to kill Thor. Doesn't like Thor for various reasons. You have Luffy, who is the king of the Frost Giants. Obviously, they had a war. They don't like each other. Bam. Pretty simple. And then you have Urs, who showed up in the movies. Okay. And Curse is again I want to I want to make sure I get this one right too cuz these some of these some of these are very um obscure but they're they're pretty cool and that's why I wanted to mention them uh oh so he's he's a he was a dark elf and he's kind of it sounds like he's the dark elf enforcer yep that's pretty much it. And so he just wants to kill Thor. Didn't know he was a dark elf, though. That's kind of fun. Anyways. And finally, because I think this one's fun, Ragnarok, because it plays into the whole theme of storytelling. Clones are never good. In Civil War, Tony Stark clones Thor. Okay? And they all think Thor took Tony's side. And they can not believe that he would pick Tony's side into the Civil War. Well, he didn't. Thor was off-world doing his own thing. And then he finds out that Tony cloned him, and he was not happy. If you want to see a very badass Thor, look up Thor confronting Iron Man after Civil War. It is terrifying for Tony. I, the, he, Tony's so lucky. That Thor did not just smite him there. But anyways, they called it Ragnarok, and then it went rogue, turned evil. Thor, I think, eventually takes him out. But yeah, what did I have I always said about clones? It never works out. I think that's where we end it today.
clones are bad. So, that's Thor. Uh, I'm going to be watching Loki. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, to be honest with you, because the MCU scares me right now. I don't, I think we've been very lucky with good content with them. And I think it's just going down the shitter. All right. So, the writer's strike is over. That's great for them. The actor's strike's still going on. Whatever. It's going to happen with that. It's going to happen. Um, these adjustments need to be made with AI. 100% understand. So, but yeah, we'll see how Loki goes. Hopefully it's good. Well, I'll, I'll be talking about it on here a little bit. I won't be going into in depth. I'll just be like, hey, Loki, it's episode one. Not too bad. Or, ooh, I'm nervous. Right, right now, that's where I'm at. My Loki bar right now is nervous. Maybe we'll just have a Loki bar over here. Okay. Anywho, on that note, guys, thank you for hanging in there. I appreciate you. God bless you. All right. We're not going to go in. Just, you found the video. Follow us, like us, share us, whatever you need to do, man. Or just give me a nice little thumbs up to yourself. So on that note, God bless.